for the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come, what for? Train in the trees, please, pardon my sycamore. Welcome to episode 78 of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. The Digital Gumbo Podcast is a podcast all about news, current events, politics, race, and culture. My name is Nookie Bishop Jr. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, T. Petty and Adrice Elbow. T. Petty checking in with you. It's been a minute. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? You know, life, life gets busy and shit happens, but we're all back together again. That's right. I'm I'm good. Everything is, you know, slow motion and uh, but moving forward. So uh, everything is good. Any anything to report? Any any news? Anything going on over there other than just good happy spirits? I ain't say nothing about no good happy spirits. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into the updates a little bit later. Gotcha, gotcha. Ten four. My main man, Baltimore's uh, finest. My main man, Adrice Elbow. Adrice, check in with you, bro. What's going on, man? What's up, Nook? What's up, T-Patty? This your boy, Idris Elbow, with a little bit of ash on the elbow. And Nook and T-Patty, I'm, I'm trying something new. I actually went down to my local park, and I'm actually taking a class. It's a, a class on, like, nature and, and ecology. And I walked into the class today, and I was like, I'm the only black person here. <laughs> I was like, why ain't no other black people in this class about like ecology and the environment? And then they started um, talking about like the environment and everything. And of course they started with like a land acknowledgement where they acknowledged all the Native Americans mm -hmm. um, land that they was on in this area. But I looked around, it's like, it ain't no Native Americans here. <laughs> And so it is just like, I was like, wow. I was like, I thought it was bad, but it's really bad out here, y'all. So I have a theory about why that is. All right. You got to tell me. You got to lay it on me, T-Bag. Black, brown, native people are busy surviving in this fuck-ass world. We don't have time for the leisurely activities like you in the 1% have time to go take a class on ecology and nature. That's my philosophy. But you know, you know T-Pain, I think, I think that's right. Cause I was, I was in that class and I was thinking, I was like, I told me it, it was good to learn this stuff, but you know, I was going because I wanted to get, get connected back to the land, right? To like, to like mother nature. See, that's that and South Carolina like, in you. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was, I was going back there, but they was just like kind of pontificating. <laughs> mm, of course. Oh my God. You know, so so you might be right there, T Petty. You need to find you one of those uh like urban gardener dudes and hook up with one of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a dude in uh in, in LA uh called the gangster gardener. I <laughs> saw yes, him. I follow him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, That's I, what I, I need to do, T Petty. I don't want no reconnection to the land unless it's 400 acres or 40 acres and a mule. I don't know what I would do with the mule, but I know what I'll do with the 40 acres. Hold on to it and try and get some other people to get some connecting contiguous 40 acres. And then, I don't know, maybe we'll have a mule sale or something. I don't know. <laughs> See what's up. All right. It's been a minute since we've been together. Um, I will give you two potential episode titles to think about, and we will get your decision maybe at the end of the podcast and then we'll dive into uh, topic 1A. So 
Um, the first episode title that I thought about was called The Molotov Cocktail Party Unhappy Hour for Ruski's episode. That's a lot, but wow, that's a lot. Mm. Mm. But I think I think that like embodies the spirit of Ukraine right now. <laughs> exactly. That sums it up, right? Like if this mm. podcast becomes like some type of, you know, goes into the Library of Congress one day, we're like, what was going on that week? We're like, this is what was going on this week. Also, we could uh, uh, title A is, or excuse me, title B is real patriots protect their capital, not attack it episode. What do y'all think about that? I mean, these are very long names. Yes, but oh, that you was know. fire right there, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, let's, at the, let's workshop these. Yeah, we'll we'll workshop those. We'll workshop it at the, the end of the episode, and we'll uh, get into the conflict in just a moment. But um, T. Petty, uh, want to know, uh, you know, what you thought of State of the Union? Give uh, President Joe a, a letter grade and assess uh, the messaging contained within the speech. All right. So y'all know how we do. First of all, I have to say, this is the first State of the Union that I've watched since 2017, because you know when that idiot was in there, I refused. I watched the first one and that was all I could stand. Uh, so it was good to get back into my, my normal little political habit, because I, I, rarely, I rarely miss those. Um, so I give Joe a B minus and I have reasons. So I'm going to tell you what I like, and then I'm going to tell you what I didn't like. So obviously the support for Ukraine, obviously. Um, so having their ambassador there was a nice touch, sitting next to uh, First Lady Biden, Jilly. Um, so that was one. Two, I liked the emphasis on like key components of the Build Back Better bill. Now, he never said that phrase but he kept talking about the things that were in it, things that uh, Republicans did not vote for, but then campaigned on them because they were successful and then came back and booted. Just fucking idiots. Um, So I like that emphasis because Democrats do a terrible messaging job. They never talk enough about the shit that they've done that works and that are popular. So I like that he did that. Um, obviously, Judge KBJ. No need for me to say more about that. Um, I liked the comments on the economy. So uh, him talking about the one percenters and the corporations not paying their fair share. Um, and I talked about voting rights. And then I liked the talking about like cutting drug costs because we know that shit's out of control. What I did not like, funding the police. Boo, boo. Now, if the fuck ass Republicans stand up and applaud you, you know that you've done something wrong. So absolutely not for that. Um, While he did mention voting rights, there wasn't enough emphasis on it for me and definitely not enough emphasis on women's rights. He never uttered the word abortion at all. And that is under the right for women to have an abortion in this country is under attack, has been for multiple years. And now we are now at the verge of role being completely um, gutted, if not repealed outright. So um, those were the things 
that led to me giving him a B minus. Okay. Okay. All right. Now B minus, uh, I would just give him a B, right? Like, uh, eh, uh, Dries, I'll toss it to you in a couple seconds. One, I know it was well past his bedtime. That's one. Now we're so, not going to do our age discrimination in here. We know it was well past his bedtime. It was well Sir. past my bedtime. Uh, now, <laughs> now the truth is coming out. <laughs> well past my bedtime. Again, I've not watched the speech uh, since uh, Orange. Also, uh, you know, as you said uh, in our group chat, public speaking is not necessarily Joe's strong suit. Um, I believe he said uh, Iranian instead of Ukrainian. Uh, he might have said Lithuanian or Panamanian. I wasn't sure. I got well. The you know he had. You know he's a stutterer. Like <laughs> Don't do that. We're not gonna do that. He's a stutterer, and so I thought he's not an orator at all. Period. And yeah. of course, the stuttering is well known. So we're not gonna do that. Don't clown him about that. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, I'll leave uh, my letter grade uh, there for now. Drees, what'd you uh, think? What's your letter grade for Joe? And uh, what'd you like, what you didn't like? State of the All year. right, well, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm say this. All right, T. Petty covered the substance of oh, here we the go. State of the Union. I'm, I'm going to cover the style <laughs> of the State of the Union. All right, so y'all ever heard this saying that politics is like Hollywood for ugly people? Y'all ever heard it? Sir, who are you about to no. talk about? Who okay, are you about gonna... to talk about? <laughs> okay, I'm not going to talk about anybody individually, but I'm going to talk about the... Okay, it's something about the State of the Union, right? I remember, I, I've watched lots of States of the Union, but for this one, it was a lot going on in the world, right? That, that Joe Biden had to have have wrap his arms around right we got inflation going on we got um you know russia attacking ukraine uh, lots of stuff happening in the world um pandemic all that stuff but it just didn't have the same gravitas for me even though i know it was like serious issues if for some reason it just didn't come across as that i don't know because maybe because a lot of the seats were empty there when you looked at it, the energy seemed kind of low to me as well, you know. Um, and then on top of all this, you know, the Supreme Court came in and they just seemed raggedy. And I, so I don't know if it's just me and my personal politics, but stuff just seemed off with the State of the Union. What do you mean it raggedy? It just seemed like we, yeah, it seemed, it seemed raggedy to me. That's, well, it, it just did. Okay, um, I need like what? It's all, like were their robes frayed? Like no, <laughs> what, what it is? You know, Bill you know Beard what's raggedy to Petty? What you know what's raggedy? I think it is a loss of trust in institutions that well, we all have. That I have a loss in trust of institutions where at at one point you did regard the presidency or the Supreme Court or our Congress with some amount of respect or dignity, whether they deserved it or not, right? It was a public institution. And then the State of the Union was the opportunity to see us and see ourselves reflected in that. And there's something I'm saying is broken about that, that feels raggedy now. And I can't describe what it is, but I think that came through about how I saw it, right? 
And um, so I, I think that's one thing. I think a lot of a uh, lot of folks are like that or in that space, like looking at these institutions and saying, like, I don't know if they got it together enough for us to move forward in any real way. So that's what I mean by style of it. Now, I will admit too, like part of it is coming from binge watching stuff and you just been on lockdown forever. But, um, you know, I was kind of waiting for the halftime show <laughs> for the State of the Union. I was like, they, you know what they really need? They need like Mary J. Blige to come up here. No holleration, hateration in this dancery. <laughs> so I, I kind of wanted to see that. I think, you know, just for that factor. And, you know, so for me, it was just off. It just seemed off. So I, I'll give it a, 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 almost a C for me. Mm. I felt like it was a C. Now, I want to uh, change my grade. I'm actually going to give Joe a B minus. Here's why. I'm sure he probably had a whole different speech written before Prime Minister Putin and his army invaded Ukraine. So got to do some massive rewrites, overhauls. So he probably was delivering a totally different speech. I can dig that. Also, I get the raggedy point, right? Like, it wasn't raggedy. It just was like very slow moving. Here's the deal. Back in whatever, you know, before the explosion of uh, cable and all this, you pretty much have four networks. You know, no matter what network you tune to, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, PBS, it all was going to have State of the Union. It's only five spots. You know, you had to wait till that went off to resume the regular program. Now you got all these other channels and you can dial in and dial out and you might even like catch a basketball game for a hot minute and then come back and say, oh, he's still on that type of thing. So I think the channel choices have a lot to do with it appearing raggedy and slow moving, but uh, you know, uh, I will give Joe a B minus only because he had to redo that speech. So to speak to the, like the feel of it. So part of it is like the entertainment aspect of politics. People have gotten used to political theater and not actual, the not actual work of politics. All the past four plus years were, or fucking theater. It was a shit show and something happening, exciting every day. Um, And that comes through in like the news coverage, like that dumbass Chuck Todd said that uh, President Biden doesn't have a fan base. Like he's not a motherfucking entertainer. He's not Prince, bitch. He's the president. He doesn't need a fan base. But Trump, like this started before his dumbass showed up. Like you saw it in like people, the cult of personality around Obama and how people were acting around Mm him. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you saw it even more with that fuck ass Trump showing up. And then like the solemnity of the State of the Union began being degraded uh, right around the time of Obama's first uh, State of the Union. Remember Joe Wilson standing up and saying, you lie. And then we saw those bitches last night heckling him like they were at a goddamn baseball game or something. Yeah, talk about that, T. Petty. Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, Lauren Boebert (sighs) and their heckling asses looking like um, Statler and Waldorf from the goddamn Muppet Show. We are not going to disrespect the great Statler and Waldorf, first of all, (laughs) by comparing them to that shovel-faced bitch and that illiterate motherfucker from wherever that hole is from, 
born in Florida, lives in Colorado. That explains a lot. So I heard it when it happened. We all heard it when it happened, but it was kind of muffled and we couldn't really hear what they were saying. So of course your girl went out and found this morning some news accounts. Um, So when he got to the line about flag draped coffin, the dumb bitch from Colorado was like, it was something like because of you or 13 are because of you or something. Who knows what that hoe was talking about? And I don't know what Marjorie Taylor Greene was saying. First of all, she's barely literate. Mm. And her stringing together one or two cogent sentences in any given week is a goddamn miracle. Uh, So who knows what she was saying, but probably something either related to meth or racism. So who the fuck knows? But they should have evicted those bitches. Like, if you're going to come in there acting like you had a baseball game or something or at one of your white nationalist rallies, take that shit outside. Like, this is not the place for that. But that'll never happen. They won't get sanctioned. They won't get fined. Nothing is going to happen to them, as we know, because that punk-ass Kevin McCarthy, who was on his phone the whole damn time, is a speaker, um, is a majority leader or minority leader. I'm sorry. Um, that controls their party. So, well, in theory anyway. So nothing is going to happen to them, but I swear I would kneecap both those bitches if I had the chance. Mm-hmm. Just rudeness at uh, the highest level or the lowest level. No It's more than it's like nothing's going to happen to them. They're going to get rewarded for it. They're going to get added on the bad. They were like, good job. Yeah, absolutely. You are 100% right. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Disgusting, beyond uh, beyond disgusting. But uh, we'll uh, we'll see how this uh, moves forward. And uh, yeah, a lot of things contained in that speech. Um, Joe's being taken to task by some uh, corners of the black community, saying that we weren't uh, mentioned at all, other than the uh, Supreme Court uh, nomination. But uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, Joe's uh, going back out to you know support her and her nomination, going back on the road. So. Um, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that and see what's going on. But uh, B minus first state of union address. He'll be old hat at this in no time. And uh, we'll we'll see how uh, Congress acts or doesn't act going forward on many of the things that he talked about. So the other one of the things he talked about uh, was the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Um, Dries, I mean. Talk to me about, you know, just the coverage of the invasion, you know, some of the things that you've seen, but but also, and y'all hit this on the head, that this is being, I think this invasion, this war is being treated more like entertainment, um, really, than, you know, the, the harshness and, and casualties of war, as we've seen covered in the past. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it's so much to say about this. I, I the the thing I'll start with is like leading up to the invasion, right? Like you had, um, you know, Russia, Vla- Vladimir Putin putting his troops all around Ukraine, right, all on the border, and then just straight up saying like, "Nah, we just doing military exercises," right? And you you can see this build up. And the thing that was crazy about it for me is like everybody saw it coming, but that was literally like we did nothing about it. Right. Or we couldn't do anything about it. Right. Like it it felt like, you know, there was no way of really trying to stop this, you know, 
And so that was crazy just to see that happen and see the build up and folks like, yep, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then it just happens. And when it happened, it, it is like it's, it was so shocking to see a ground war in Europe. Now, like they've been like fighting and wars and stuff has been going on in all parts of the world. Right. And so, but when it happens in Europe, we get, we get this funny feeling about it, right? Because it, it's, it, you start to say like, whoa, could that be us? Meaning like America or like, you know, you t- they tend to sympathize a little bit more, empathize a little bit more uh, with ground wars in Europe versus other places. So I think that threw a lot of folks off. But then the thing that happened was like Ukraine and like, their spirit of fighting back. And that was like, it, it, it wasn't shocking, but it was just like amazing to see that. But then in the face of it, the horror of it too, like people are dying, right? Like it is a war and people are scared and frightened, even though they have a fighting spirit, right? Like that they, they are a country at war. So it is, it is something to kind of behold um, I think the world is looking at it a bit differently. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. T. Petty, I got uh, some quick items that I'll roll through after I get your at least your initial reaction uh, to the invasion and, and war uh, in uh, Romania, uh, the invasion by the Russians. Romania? Yeah, that's <laughs> where all <laughs> Ukraine. Okay, Joe Biden. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, I was thinking about Romania. I was thinking about the black people and Romanians um, are accepting the, our East uh, Indian brothers and sisters and also uh, our African brothers and sisters that are over there that are being denied the right the rides uh, to the trains, etc. I'm sorry. The invasion of Ukraine by Russia. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And, but you do have what about you have like hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians kind of crossing the border to get away, though. So mm-hmm. that's another thing, too, is like it's this big mass exodus and upheaval all throughout Europe because you got massive amounts of folks shifting and moving because of this ground war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Romania is like right there, you know? Yeah. So to Dries's point about people feeling some type of way for this to be happening in Europe. So racism, like you've heard the broadcast over the following weeks, like these people are blonde hair and blue eyed and they're dressed so nicely and they could be our neighbors. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? So they don't consider, it's just another way for them to say, if you're black and you're brown and this shit is happening to you, well, oh fucking well. Like y'all yeah, are used to this that was Afghanistan, shit. right? We was, we was at war with Afghanistan, but like you said, when it happens in Europe, I mean, empathy is there. Look, Syria, that literally just happened. Yeah. Yep. And nobody, the attitude about it is completely different, right? Because they didn't want to let Syrian refugees in no goddamn where, but they are opening the borders for Ukrainians to just come through by the hundreds of thousands, right? So again, racism never takes one second off, not a second. Mm. Um, so that's why the attitude that you see and the, the feistiness of the Ukrainian people, which is to be applauded. I mean, who knew that they was gangster like that? 
I did. Them Eastern European cats is a different like, kind of cat. Lithuania, <laughs> Latvia, all that. I was like, yeah, I didn't notice about the Ukrainians because when I tell you, like the one woman that cussed that cussed the soldiers out and told them to put sunflower seeds in their pockets so when they die, they will fertilize the land. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. That was gangster, Grand, gangster, gangster granny. <laughs> uh, the dude that was walking by, some reporter was doing a, a setup. Dude walked by was like, Ukraine will win. Fuck Russia, we'll kill everybody. I'm like, listen, you gotta was, love it. He was dead ass serious too. And it looked like he was just going to the grocery store to get some bread or yeah, something. With, it wasn't even his, like he was like, oh, he was like, right, <laughs> with his Chicago Bulls fitted on. I'm like, all right. So, um, one thing that has become apparent is President Zelensky, who people are acting like they don't remember. This is the same man that Trump was trying to extort. Yes, and he had to stand tall. And, st- and he, I mean, obviously he ain't no punk. The mm. United States came over to give him transportation. He was like, I don't need a ride. I need ammunition. So exactly. Ukrainians gangster, love that. Um, but we all saw this happening. Like the groundwork was laid when Trump was elected. So he was trying to put the squeeze on him. Trump was doing everything he could to undermine NATO to break up NATO, to weaken uh, Europe for his boy Putin. And now that all these billions of dollars all around the world has been frozen, these bitches are starting to change their tune. So, you know, they were very, very pro-Russia, which was very funny because during the Obama years, if he even looked in Russia's direction, they were talking about how he wasn't tough enough and all this kind of shit. They go from that to licking Putin's nutsack Every chance that they get, every single one of them. T Penny, the the week, the the days before the invasion, they was giving our man, they was giving Putin props, like saying absolutely amazing, they were amazing strategy. So smart, he's shrewd, he's this and that. And then those same people were in the chamber last night wearing Ukrainian flags and applauding at those lines. Like man, fuck them. They get nervous because their source of funds is dried up. Like, I would love for Anonymous to expose them all and tell us where all this Russian oligarch money has been going all these years. I hope they but anyway, them right before the uh, right before the midterms. That'd oh, be great. please, because so Anonymous has been busy. Yes, Anonymous very. has been very busy. Shout out to Anonymous. Um, so we did all see this coming. What is happening is, of course, a war crime. Of course, that could be said for all the non-European countries that have been the subject of bombing raids and incursions and all kinds of shit at the hands of a Western civilization, Western countries. But I guess we can put that aside for now. Um, don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Putin is obviously a piece of shit. And like all weak people hates to be viewed as weak. And so who knows what he's going to do, pushed into a corner. Like Russia's uh, stock market didn't even open on Tuesday because the ruble had lost 30 to 40% of its value overnight. Um, Their funds are frozen. He can't get to that $600 billion he's gotten hidden or hidden or stashed all over the place. They're freezing oligarchs assets and taking away their yachts and their apartment buildings. Um, Biden announced last night that closing the airspace over the United States to all Russian craft 
to match what's going on in Europe and other countries around the world. So it's just but, getting but serious. Said, that, that, that make me nervous though, because pushing him in a corner like that, that man still got tactical tactical nukes. Well, right? not pushing Meaning him like, in the corner is not doing anything either. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you got to do something. I agree with what they're doing, but it, it does make me nervous yeah. if he gets pushed so far in the corner. He's like, okay, I got to come out swinging. Yeah. Will he like you know people keep saying like, oh, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do use mm. a tactical nuke. He wouldn't do that. They were saying that about him invading Ukraine. Oh, right. he ain't gonna do that. That's gonna be too hard. He ain't, you know. But so you just never know. And if he if he use a tactical nuke, which is like. You can use it. It's like it's a nuclear bomb, but it's it's kind of contained in a sense in Ukraine to make them submit or the threat of it to make them you know come to negotiations or something like that. Then I think the whole world kind of changes. <laughs> the whole world changes. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. It, it's just I I think that he miscalculated how the rest of the world united against him and also miscalculated how swiftly that had happened. I'm sure he did not anticipate um, getting the Russian base getting kicked out of SWIFT. And I, I don't know why he thought that he had the rest of the world shook it, mm. but you know, delusions of grandeur will take you there. Sounds um, like classic narcissism disorder yeah. to me. Mm. So and, I don't know what's going to happen. You, but you, you have people around you who be who don't tell you the truth. Because mm, that's the well. thing. When you're a leader like that, and it, it, they, people going to do a lot to you. Like, yeah, you got it. You got yep. it, bro. Anything, Go ahead, bro. You got it. They you ain't going to hear. Yep, they yeah, tell you what you want to hear. It's mm. a very dangerous time for the world. Very dangerous. Mm. And I, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. So yeah. folks need to be praying. Exactly. Let, Let me run down my... Is you do. Exactly. Let me uh, run down and give my little mini rant on this, and then y'all can take any of these pieces. One, North Korea, y'all need to chill the fuck out. Now, you know, the kids is getting whooped in the backseat of the car. They at war, and all of a sudden, you decide to light some paper on fire and shit, and you're making the ride to hell worse. Don't do that, please. Um, that's one. Two, Zelensky, uh, the Ukrainian president, I like him. So he used to be a comedian and he was like the John Stewart of Ukraine and he came strapped. That was very powerful, uh, that visual with him with that AK-47 or AR-15 or whatever on the news and the old president, the one he replaced, he got on TV and said, I support the president and we strapped. You come for this, we got this firepower for your ass. Miss Ukraine, a damn beauty contestant. She came strapped. She said, I'm loaded and ready to go. They come to this block, we're going to blow their ass up. Juxtapos juxtapose that against uh, the United States here, where people is um, carrying assault rifles because they can't get a haircut or go to the gym or go get a Starbucks. Fuck them. If you're going to be fighting about some shit, fight about some shit. And that goes double for you gang members and criminals that's quote unquote protecting your block for some shit that you don't own. That's not your sovereign land for a drug deal or some other type of criminal activity. But if it really came down to it, would you be about it, about it to use your guns and whatever artillery and go to the depot and pick up some real guns and defend your block? I think not. Um, what else? Um, I think this is a trick. So the people's taking the Russian vodka off the liquor store shelves, right? 
But you know, Nook Bishop needs a pound of flesh, right? They taking it off the shelf. Then after this shit is over, they're going to put it back on the shelf, right? And they're going to sell the shit. No, I'm not going for that trick. If you're going to take it off the shelf, bust the bottles open and let it run into the streets and give me that visual. I don't want to see this shit is off the shelf and then six months later it's back. We'll see how that goes. And um, I think we talked about, um, you know, the general uh, spirit and fight back of the uh, Ukrainian people. But I just wanted to just go ahead and um, and get that out of the way. Oh, also a nice middle finger for Kirstie Alley and Joy Behar. Uh, Kirstie Alley was like, I'm going to pray for Ukraine, but I can't really trust to see that the images on my TV are real. Uh, ma'am, ma'am, oh, ma'am, Lord. please. She's, she, said one. she said that. Joy Behar on The View said she was saddened by the war in Ukraine, but she was upset about how it might impact Eastern Europe because it might impact her Italy vacation and tourism to Italy. Ma'am, ma'am. She said that? Ma'am, yes, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. She's supposed to be of Jewish faith and... She is. This is She's ethnic cleansing. And this is ethnic cleansing. This is, you know, uh, you could draw a lot of parallels between Prime Minister Putin and Hitler. And you coming out your mouth worrying about a damn Italian vacation. Ma'am, ma'am. Unacceptable. Unbelievable. Um, and the other thing is, uh, too, again, uh, the racism that took place, uh, as you mentioned, T. Petty, um, you know, our East Indian and African brothers and sisters being denied uh, access to the trains to get them uh, to Poland, um, about uh, a half a million refugees right now. Um, and I want to give a shout out to Romania and say thank you, Romania, for uh, opening up your borders to our, our East Indian um, and African brothers and sisters um, that's over there in Ukraine to your borders and getting them to safety. It's not a, you know, it's a, it's a very dangerous situation all the way around, but to face that uh, racism, um, you know, uh, it's not really, not really cool at all, but, um, we'll see how this goes, uh, going into hopefully this, I don't know if it's going to wrap up in a week or so or a month or so, or how this is going to go, but, uh, we just, uh, pray for, um, you know, the safety of, uh, everyone over there in Ukraine, um, citizens and non-citizens alike, and that, uh, as many lives can be spared and that there'd be some type of, even though the invasion has happened, some type of, um, you know, diplomatic, uh, you know, sort of, uh, you know, ending to this, because uh, with war, as you guys know, nobody, nobody ever wins. You guys, you guys got anything else uh, on uh, Russia and Ukraine before we move to the other stuff? I do. Um, so, you know, Russia and China been kind of cool. China ain't really said shit. If you notice, they kind of laying back in the cut. But you know what, T. Patty, like happen. it was somebody was saying this too. What it was um, China and what Taiwan? Um, oh, yeah, China and Taiwan. Something kicked off between them on the same day that uh, that uh, yeah, because think about this invaded Ukraine. So yeah, because if if he inc- if if he invade Ukraine like that, China look like oh he doing that and ain't nobody saying nothing. I might as well go ahead and move to, to Taiwan. Like I've been, I've been, I've been wanting to do this, and uh, so maybe, maybe the strong reaction from the world, maybe that might slow China down. But depending on how Putin goes and Russia goes with Ukraine, China could say, "Go ahead and give me Taiwan." I've been, I've been, I, I had this on my checklist for a minute now. Let me go well, ahead and knock was, this out. I was thinking it was coordinated between the two of them. Mm. 
because they're allies. It could could have now. Could have been. Because um, it's like, you, you take Ukraine, I take Taiwan, and ain't nobody going to say nothing. Um, I was thinking more that just dividing and conquering, right? Like, what is going to happen when two major things are happening in two different parts of the world at the same time? Yeah. Like, which one do you turn your attention to? Yeah, yeah, that's it. So that's now, what I was, I was thinking. I was thinking that China wasn't saying shit. Like, you ever seen a mob movie and the mob boss says, dead customers don't pay? China, like, I got to get my money. We got 1.4 billion people over here. We need to keep the money coming in and flowing. And, you know, blah, 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 blah. We're not going to come out and say, yeah. We're not going to come out and say, no. We're just going to stay over here in our corner. But we need that money coming in. They get oil from over there. They got a lot of cars. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they got a lot going on over there financially in China. And I think that's why they quiet right now, because if China say something, you know, and it uh, sets the markets into a spin, everybody going to be in trouble. And the biggest loser that could be as far as markets is concerned is China. So I, I think that's why China's been sovereign. But we'll see if they come out and actually say anything. Hopefully they don't do anything as far as Taiwan is concerned, anything more extensive. But yeah, China is about that money. So we'll see what's up. We'll see. We'll see. All right, y'all. Um, this is March. Uh, we're taping this on March 2nd. Uh, Adris Elbow, happy Ashy Wednesday. Um, you know, I know that you Ashy 24-7, 365 on the album. <laughs> it is Ash Wednesday, not Ashy Wednesday. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wednesday. Just, <laughs> don't get me in trouble now. Okay. Having people okay. like, send me all kind of stuff. It is Ash Wednesday. Gotcha. And, you know, I usually like for Ash Wednesday, um, you know how they draw the cross uh, on your on your head with the ashes. I guess it's like palm leaf ashes. Cause isn't this this is when um now I'm a, I'm about to mess this up. Oh, oh Lord, do apologize in advance, sir. For I apologize in advance. I say is this when um Jesus rolled into uh, Jerusalem? No, that is palm. palm. No, no, no. Sir, that's that, palm. That, that is no. Not, no. Let me connect this not. way. Let me connect this way. That's, <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh my thank God. you. Thank you. Okay, okay. That's that's Palm <laughs> Sunday. But thank what you. they do from the previous Palm Sunday is they burn the ashes. They make they, them, yes. Yeah, they burn yeah. those palms from the previous Palm thank Sunday, you. and then yes, yes. And then they use that. That's what they use. That's why I was Correct. thinking that. Correct. Okay. Yep. Okay. Sir. <laughs> Wow. We apologize in advance. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we're in March, but um, uh, Dries, Black History Month, man, with the war going on and all this other foolishness, man, we know that uh, Black History Month starts January 1st and ends December 31st. But do we need a whole, like, Black History Month do-over for all the shenanigans and bullshit that was going on during February? You know, that's like, I, I, you know, I don't think you need to do over, right? Because it's like, like you said, black history is all year long. And um, and I think that's we, we gotta start thinking like that and move, move, move in that direction. So, you know, February one is already the shortest month. <laughs> so what kind of do-over is gonna be, you know? Uh, so I don't think you need a do-over, but it it was a lot of stuff happening in February and people was distracted. Um, but it's black history. Uh, you know, 365. 
Okay. Okay. T Patty, I'm going to get your, um, you know, sort of thoughts on that. I'll give you these two things. Well, I'll give you one and then we'll talk about uh, the negative side and the next story. Uh, Katanji Brown Jackson nominated, as you mentioned, uh, for the Supreme Court, if uh, confirmed, uh, would replace Stephen uh, Breyer, who she worked for, and um, will be the first black uh, woman on the Supreme Court. So at least uh, a little bit of sprinkling of uh, gold and silver uh, on this raggedy ass month in February, 2022. Well, despite all the fuckery that popped off during Black History Month, like we continue to shine. We don't need a do over. They see it. That's why they're so mad because they can't be us. Um, so KBJ, number one, Briar, so I have a thing for little old men. I just think they're so cute. So Briar last night when he was getting that standing ovation, and then the way he covered his face, that was he just was blushing. Cutest, he was, he was blushing. blushing. That was just the cutest <laughs> little thing. I don't know. I just little old men just I have a soft spot spot in my heart for them. Um, so I have some thoughts about KBJ getting confirmed. I think she will get confirmed. Um and I'm going to tell you why the Republicans, like they'll do their usual racist bullshit, um, but they're going to confirm her. And you know why? Because it doesn't why matter. They have a 6-3 conservative majority on the court and her being confirmed is not going to change that. So if one of those fuck-ass judges, uh, Roberts, uh, what's that man's name? Thomas, fuck-ass drunk, Kavanaugh, uh, Handmaiden Tale, Amy Coney Barrett, if any of those holes had died, mm. even though it still would have been like 5-4, the Republicans are not going to let that happen while they while the, the, um, the edge in the Senate is so close between the two. So she will get confirmed. Um, the hearings are supposed to start later this month. Um, mm and confirmation is supposed to happen in April. And I think that it will happen. We're gonna to have to endure some racism and some bullshit per use. Um, but she's been confirmed by the Senate three times already, most recently last year. So um, I, I anticipate that that will go through. And she was a nominee under uh, President Obama, was she not? And when she was originally nominated to the bench, I believe so, to yes, the federal yes. bench. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. What do y'all think is going to happen? Yeah, I mean, we talked about it previously. I knew it was going to be a liberal for a liberal. Dries said it had to be a black woman. So I think we were right on that uh, side. I mean, even if it comes out, it has to be 5150 to get it confirmed. It'll go through. Um, I just want to see, like you said, what kind of raggedy bullshit um, the other side is going to uh, try and pull up or whatever. And, um, you know, these members uh, on the GOP side that don't even read briefings or have very little intelligence uh, in their heads or little intelligence about, um, you know, the nominees or read about the nominees coming with these half-cocked ideas. I love them when they come with these half-cocked ideas and these fake-ass criticisms. And then uh, the person that does their homework, the nominees, uh, come and shoot their ass down and shut them the hell up. So, uh, yeah. I think that that will be the case uh, here. Um, we'll see uh, how many of those folks that are on their way out um, that have announced uh, their retirements on the GOP side or they're not running for re-election on the GOP side if it goes to, you know, 52-50 or, excuse me, uh, you know, 52-48, something like that, 
we'll see how it goes. But I'm expecting the slimmest of uh, margins, and uh, Vice President Harris might have to come in and uh, cast uh, the deciding vote. So we'll see how that goes. So speaking yeah, of I'll bullshit think, think... opposition to her, go ahead, Reese, and then I want no, to come back to that I, real quick. I, I think she'll make it, but I think it's, <laughs> it's going to be some white men that's going to lose their job for some stuff they're about to tweet out during her confirmation. Good. I, I, already, I already see this right now. They're gonna be good. They're gonna be tweeting out all kind of crazy racist stuff. Well, one less mediocre white man in the world or fucking it up for everybody else is fine with me. There it is. Um, so one of the criticisms against her has been where she went to school. Like, oh my god, she's an elitist. But those the Supreme Court has always had judges who went to Harvard, Yale, Princeton. So it's a problem now that it's a black woman nominee. Like if that's the best you got, please shut the fuck up. Cause you didn't say anything when you appointed that damn drunk Kavanaugh, Amy Coney Barrett. And then who's the other one? Uh, Gorsuch. Gorsuch. Where the fuck they want us to come from? ITT Tech or DeVry or some stupid <laughs> shit like that? <laughs> Not ITT Tech. What the fuck? Yeah. Just anything. No matter what we do, if we don't go to an elite school, then it's because we're not smart enough. When we do get in, it's because of affirmative action. They did that same bullshit with Obama. Mm -hmm. Like Ted Cruz went to the same damn schools. They all go to those schools or they wouldn't be where they are. But it's a problem when it's one of us that's going to those schools too. Fuck them. Go KBJ. Go KBJ. T. Patty, you know what? One judge that uh, I hope gets recalled and uh, taken off the bench is this uh, Judge Regina Chu from Hennepin County in Minnesota. That raggedy bitch. So uh, if you guys didn't know, Kim Potter, the um, ex-cop who shot and killed Dante Wright, she said she mistook her taser for a gun, uh, was sentenced. Um, she could have gotten up to 17 years. Um, they had the call for the sentence to be less. Uh, what happened was this judge Chu who sentenced her and presided over the case broke down in tears, um, empathizing with, with this, uh, ex cop Potter. And, uh, essentially she got less than two years. She had a two year sentence. 18 months in prison plus time served and she could serve six months in a halfway house. Uh, T. Petty, assess any parts of that story and run with that. Oh, when I tell you that bitch pissed me off. So she's talking. It was the tears for me. Then that bitch had the nerve to quote Obama. Are you fucking kidding me? Talking about we she, should she have quoted some, Obama. She, she quoted did. Obama, and we should have some empathy for empathy for how how dare you do that when that boy's family is sitting right there in your face? And you talking about empathy for the bitch that killed him? Are you out of your goddamn mind? Recall her um, again, outlining the importance of turning out for every election. If I am not mistaken, I believe that she uh, ran unopposed the last time she won a seat. Like, y'all, please. Politics is local. The local elections matter 
just as much, if not more than the national ones that everybody gets so spun up about. So judges, district attorneys, like all this shit matters. And people not being interested enough in what happens locally is how a bitch like this gets on the bench and then issues a heinous, heinous sentence, less than what the prosecutors asked for, less than the sentencing recommendations. She basically sent this bitch off for a vacation for a year and a half. With White a women tears with the pension. White with women tears works again. Mm, mm, mm. And Regina Jew ain't white, girl. You're not white, girl. And mm. you're not going to be white. So all this uh, empathy that you have for this white woman who wouldn't have the same for you, mm. it just makes no fucking sense. But you know, white supremacy, that's how it works. Mm. Yeah, I was I, disgusted. No, I, I, I'm in the same boat as you. Now, the thing that really got me is that uh, Potter never showed a shred of humanity during the trial, she never referred to Dante Wright by his name. She only did. referred to him during the entire trial as the driver. That's some bullshit. Dree, see your reaction on this uh, judge chewing her fake ass alligator tears on the sentencing of uh, Kim Potter. Yeah, this is this is horrible. Like, you know, because you had you had empathy, right, for this white lady, but you didn't have empathy for this black man who lost his life and a family. And so like, that is, that's just crazy. And then, um, you know, the, the thing about this too, is it is this other thing about policing too. That's, that's, that's there, right? It's like just assuming cause someone is a police officer, like they in the right. Right. And not saying like, no citizens, are the ones that we need to be protecting and believing and supporting, right? Mm -hmm. Like you had at, at the State of the Union, people standing up applauding police officers, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's like, and that you know, it's the people's. That's the people's house, right? Like that. Like if you if you think about it, like everybody there, it should be on the side of citizens, because that's who elected them. It's our government, right? Not other institutions. Not the institutions of police, not not corporations, not whatever, right? It should be citizens. So I think that's the that's the thing that's wrong. It's like you know you have this institution of policing that somehow folks just kind of get behind it and just it just runs amok. And then when it does stuff like this, you just let people off. So that's horrible. So. <laughs> Now, remember also in Minnesota, remember that black police officer that shot and killed that white woman? His ass is in prison for years. Yes. So that wall of blue only extends so far huh. until your ass is black. Yeah. And then it's like, yep. oh, we never knew him. Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. If you're black, <laughs> a black cop, and you do some shit like that, they're like, oh, well. Done. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I think I looked it up. I think Michael Vick got more time. And look, PETA people, don't come after me. Look, I'm just stating facts. Michael Vick and got also, more time. Fuck PETA. Mm. Those motherfuckers are out of control. <laughs> Michael Vick got more time for killing dogs and will serve more time in jail for killing dogs than this woman did for killing a human being. Y'all just think about that. That's a fucking problem. Mm -hmm. But you know, that's the worth of a black life in this country. It's worth mm -hmm. less than a fucking dog.
Mm-hmm. And you all some- you dog people don't come for me. There is no dog on, well, I can think of a few humans who are worth less than dogs, but generally speaking, yeah, yeah. a human life is above that of a dog's life. Exactly, exactly. You listen to the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Thanks for riding with us, T. Petty, Adris Elbo, and Nookie Bishop Jr. Digital Gumbo Podcast. We're 78 episodes strong. We're available on almost all podcast platforms except the one that rhymes with crucify. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. We also on your smart speakers and smart devices, including the one from the good folks at the Rainforest Company that just upped your delivery service fee. That'll be happening uh, next month we also are on google assistant so again uh, digital gumbo podcast uh, you can uh, catch uh, all of our episodes we are uh, right here now on episode 78 let's change uh, the pace a little bit uh, Drees, 2022 i guess for the most part these mask mandates have been lifted give me your reaction on that and also your travel plans for 2022 don't tell me where you're going but will you be traveling more, less, or about the same in 2022? Yeah, like people are like definitely the mass um, mandates are roll, rolling back. And, I, you know, part of it is like you have to do it at some point. And I think we we are in a space that's been better than we have been during the pandemic. So if you're going to do it, now's the time, right? I think we will see an uptick, you know, as you remove the mask, things are going to tick back up, Right. But once again, we're talking about mass mandates, meaning like being required to man- to wear it by law. You can still wear it. Like um, the mandate in my city um, rolled back today. Uh, it rolled back. Yeah. No, it rolled back yesterday. It rolled back yesterday. So there's no mandate. But there, you know, different business owners or institutions, they can still say put on a mask before you come in here. And they ha- still have the right to do that. And I still mask up. So, you know, I, I think it's okay to loosen up now. Um, and But we also got to be prepared to like, if things get worse for those mandates to come back. Uh, mm. I, I think they're going to be really hard to come back though with all the political issues and, and, and things. I don't know if they're going to be easy to come back yeah. um, unless yeah. things get really bad. And I will be traveling more. So I will be doing some flying, which I, I didn't do. Um, previously, but I'll be doing some um, flying um, this year as well. Um, still not doing crowds. Like I, I'm going to fly to go hang out with, with friends. We're going to get an Airbnb and just kind of kick it that way. So still small groups of folks, of folks I know and trust um, when I travel. Yeah, yeah. No, I can dig it. Uh, T. Petty, you know my mask is going to be on uh, KN95 <laughs> till about 2024. It's still cold and flu season. Plus, Eddie mm-hmm. Murphy and uh, Beverly Hills Cop said, don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. So the, the lifting of the mask mandates <laughs> and travel plans for uh, 2022, uh, more or less or about the same as 2021. So for me, um, I'll be traveling more. We were talking before the show started for about my next trip um but i'm doing the same thing as Dree. so no crowded spaces only being with people who i trust and know who have been acting with sense throughout this whole parabola that we've been in so um all of us are vaccinated and boosted we'll all be taking uh covet tests before we arrive you know just to keep everything safe 
uh, mask mandate or not, your girl is not going to be out and about without a mask on, period. And this whole two plus years, I've had one cold, one. And that was when I traveled somewhere where, again, everybody was vaxxed and boosted, but they ain't had shit to do with the common cold. Um, so my mask That's been be a nice on. side 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 benefit. Yes, like you, and no you haven't cold. been like sick colds and stuff had like that. You haven't had to deal with that. Yeah, so haven't had a clo- the cold, haven't gotten the flu. I haven't been sick um, other than just that one minor cold in two plus years. So your girl will be keeping a mask on. The mask mandates have been lifted here as well uh, as of either yesterday or Monday. I sent out a notice in our in my building that people don't have to wear a mask anymore. Uh, I don't give a single solitary damn what they say. If I am about to get on the elevator or something and the people on it don't have masks, I will wait. If I'm already on an elevator and somebody tries to get on that don't have a mask, they will wait. I'm like, no, you can't get on here with me. Um, And I'll continue that because your girl is not taking any chances. And also, I just don't feel like being around these diseased ass people. So (laughs) that's just what it is. Oh, man. All right. So, yeah, we're going to see how this plays out again. It's still cold and flu season. And, you know, hopefully people will be out. Uh, and about a little bit more not so sure about crowds uh, with the varying weather here uh, in the northeast and mid-atlantic we'll see how that goes but you know you spring break is about to come up I mean you always know that Texas and Florida and sometimes California can be uh, these little pits from hell as far as uh, spreading regular diseases including venereal diseases is concerned so um, we'll see uh, how the young folks uh, sort of trade uh, their little (laughs) fluids and uh, hopefully they don't bring that shit back home to uh, Meemaw and Pop Pop. Not venereal uh, disease. Just, I mean, if they've been in the cage for two years now, they come out and then all this is going on. They I feel mean, like they, you know, this is human behavior. This is what we do. Well, that's what they do. I don't do that. So, <laughs> so um, we'll uh, we'll see how this goes. But yeah, I'm, I'm team mask shit. So uh, Easter Bunny mask, uh, Halloween mask, uh, f- uh, year round, year round. So we'll see uh, how that goes. Um, Dries, let me give you a three-pack of uh, football stories. You can react to any or all of these. Byron okay. Allen, remember him from um, – Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got a, a group together. He's going to put a bid in to buy the Denver Broncos. His net worth is about $4 billion. I did not know that. He owns uh, about 1,000 television stations. He also owns the Weather Channel. I did not know that. So um, he owns uh, the Weather Channel. He bought the Weather Channel. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, Byron been stacking. He been stacking his his coins for a minute. I didn't realize he owned that, though. Wow. He bought the Weather Channel. So he's been stacking. So, uh, you know, uh, how rich people do. They don't use he's not going to use his own money or the majority of it. But he's going to have a nice, uh, nice uh, membership. uh, Excuse me. Nice ownership uh, group together. So he may buy the Denver Broncos. Also, the Steelers have uh, hired Brian Flores, uh, the um, ex-coach of the um, Miami Dolphins. So uh, you got uh, your boy, uh, T. Petty, uh, Mike Tomlin now, and uh, Brian Flores reports to him as an assistant head coach. So uh, that's cool. Also, um, Loretta Lynch, she used to be the attorney general for United States. Is that correct, T. Petty? 
It is. Didn't we talk about this? No, we didn't talk about that. She is actually representing the NFL uh, as a counsel in um, Brian Flores's case against the NFL. So, Drees, touch on those, and we're going to swing it back uh, T. Patty's way. All right. First of all, Byron Allen, no with the NFL. They just they ain't going to sell to him because he outspoken to. Like, I like he's been doing all kind of amazing stuff. I like the brother. Um, but they, the NFL ain't going to let him have no team. So that's going to be a no. On the Steelers, how come, like, all the black coaches and everything black kind of come through the Steelers? You got the Rooney Rule came mm-hmm. out of the Steelers. Uh, you got you, you got that, the, the winning is black coach, and now they hired, you know, another black coach. You know, so it's like it seems like the NFL, the Steelers is the only one holding it down when it comes to black coaches there. And the last one with Loretta Lynch. What the hell? I hadn't heard this. Mm-hmm. Oh. What the hell? Like I don't, I don't get this. I got, I got to look at this story. That, that is a shocker right there. Yeah, so wait, hey, let me, but wait, look, I don't know, be sure. She is defending the NFL in the in the Brian Flores case. That is she correct. Is. Yes. I still can't make that make sense in my head. I would have turned that shit down. Like, no, I'm good. Thank you for considering that. I said. I just remember who I talked about this with. It wasn't oh, y'all. It was okay. one of my corn base. Okay. Like maybe okay. she's trying to sabotage them. <laughs> I just try to make ah. it make Don't try it. Do not try to clean it up. Don't try to clean it up. Mm. I, yeah, I can't make it make sense. Mm. So I agree with you, Drees. I don't think that uh, they're going to let Byron Allen on that team either. I just don't. I could be wrong. I could be wrong because I'm sure he's pulled together his group. I don't know who else is in it. Um, oh, he probably got a rock star team now. Uh, ain't sure to do with he his does. ability to pull it to put it together. But I think the well, power's gonna be is like, uh, uh-uh, that's gonna be too powerful. Oh no, they they might do it though stuff. They don't want to. I mean, they're currently. We know how they react to negative publicity. They'll do something in a minute. To make uh, long, like long as the money addressing. coming in, they, they they be fine. Long as the money coming in, they be fine. They yeah, ain't gonna, they ain't gonna change. I don't know. By, he because of the the climate that's right now, he might be able to do it. But my gut says the NFL is gonna be like, nah, bro. You, you know what, T-Bay? I think they'll give it to the what's that other black billionaire that paid them on scholarships? Robert um, Smith. The, yeah, they, now Robert Robert Smith. They might let him get in there. But they ain't going to let no Byron Allen get in there. Damn, really y'all trying to make it like Byron Allen is Malcolm X or somebody. What I know. No, that's it. Like, but what has he but been see, outspoken the thing about? Byron Allen does, though, he, he'll go he buy stuff. He don't, he don't be out there talking about it, jaw jacking. He go buy stuff. So and then, then what did you mean by saying? Well, what? Well, how has he done that? Like you said, he's outspoken. What has he been outspoken about? What what I mean is when he buys companies like that, and he does it in a way where it's quiet, where he's like, "Okay, I have a, I have a vision for this. I'm gonna push forward. I ain't got to make a lot of waves, and I ain't got to be in the news that we're doing it. It's like I can use my economic influence and economic power to shift stuff that I think need to be shifted, and I ain't got to be on the news that I'm shifting. And that's okay. what the NFL hate. But what has he done that with? I'm look confused. at look at the media look at the media companies he brought and what he assembled together there. Okay, well I'm gonna have to go and look. 
Because he keeps a low profile, so. I know. That's why I'm saying the brother Cole. Okay. Well, we going to see. Um, the Loretta Lynch thing mm-hmm. also was surprising. So when I was talking about that with my friend um, who is an attorney. Uh, he made a good point. He's like, she doesn't even do defense work. Like she was a prosecutor because you don't get to be in the AG of anything by being a defense attorney. So like, what is the reason? What is the motivation? I don't know. Like they could have gotten anybody else like you. I would have just been like, I'm, I'm good. Love enjoy. You're not about to try to make me, uh, make a black man look bad. All money ain't good money. It ain't. Um, I don't know what Loretta was thinking about. So we'll see how this trial turns out. Listen, so with the Broncos, the owner died. And I think this is the daughter or the wife that's the ownership group now. They like the ownership, the owners in receivership. They about to cash out for Billy. Hell yeah. And then you know how they do, pass it on to the money on to the family, whatever. And they be like, look, it ain't going to be a lot of $4 billion offers that's going to be coming through. Blah, blah, blah. They about to get that money and cash out whether Byron Allen is attached to that or not. The rest of these NFL teams are absolutely stupid. Here you go. You have a man that was a head coach that can help you. You won't hire him as a head coach. And now all 31 other teams had a chance to get him as an assistant coach, but you didn't hire him. Shit, they need to, you know how the Steelers, uh, they play that song by Wiz Khalifa, Black and Yellow. They just need to change the song and just call it Black. They black, blackity black. Mike Tomlin, Flores, they have a history of black quarterbacks in Pittsburgh. Boom. And then, um, yeah, Loretta Lynch, yeah, all money ain't good money. So um, we'll see how this lawsuit, which is going forward, but uh, we'll see now if they're going to try and get a, a settlement or whatever. Um, Chief Petty, let me give you a three-pack of uh, stories. Okay. Uh, as we talked about, the NBC, uh, the Winter Olympics was the worst ever. That means like they had a whole bunch of Olympics. This one was the lowest rated one ever. Mm-hmm. Also, a skier uh, caught frostbite in his penis um, at one that. of those alpine events. That's a, a sorry to that man. And um, <laughs> Baby, don't, don't say it like that. Don't say it so nonchalantly. Like, yeah, I heard about that. I mean, I don't like, have a dick. What do like, I care? You're like, what? <laughs> mm. I mean, that- <laughs> he could have been slinging mediocre peen all along, so it might not be a great loss. I don't know. I don't know that man. Standing up on the mountaintops without them long johns, that'll do it. I and, mean, um, you ain't feel your dick getting cold. I would have just came out, but like, no, I'm, I'm. You would have thought they would have solved this issue a long time ago. Well, maybe he didn't right, have like, on I, the proper gear. Like he, he must have left an insulating layer out or something like that. That's supposed <laughs> well, to be in he, there. Or something. Oh, I mean, but I'm pretty sure you ain't he smart enough to protect your dick. I mean, am I supposed oh, to be no. worked up about it? I can't say that I care. So what they said was, is that um. His event got delayed, and so okay. he was out there standing on top of the mountain with these. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I and can it was cutting that through, if, you know, his little. Yeah, uh, if, if you come out your, yeah, you come out your team was. tent or whatever, it's like okay. <laughs> Look, yeah, it's like now it's my he, turn to go. I got like okay, I'm gonna do this for like ten minutes. You know, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go out there, wait for like five minutes, and then my run gonna be five minutes, and then five more minutes, I'm back in the tent. Fifteen minutes. 
I can <laughs> understand that. But then you you out there for an hour, that's a big difference. Because if you're out there <laughs> in one of those ski jump events, you just can't take them skis off and then go all the way back up there where you're supposed to go from, you know, the uh, starting blocks on that high, high thing. That thing be like 13 stories high. And they were saying it was extra cold in China. But uh, apparently, you know, uh, the winds was cutting and whipping through um, his little thigh gap and his penis. His got thigh frosted. gap? Yeah, whatever he had. <laughs> he didn't have Is that like an official, like... Yeah, I don't know. His cocktail wing got frozen. If he was working with some kielbasa, then maybe it would have been an adequate blood flow. He wow. should have been psyched up and ready Is to go. Is that what we're bringing into this? Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, ha- look... <laughs> You, T. Petty, you from the Midwest. I'm from, um, from, from Lake Erie, and um, I've never had a frozen uh, penis. I've walked miles in snow and cold in blizzard-like winds. I've never had a frostbitten penis. So well, I'm just saying, I don't have a, I don't have a penis. Is, so. if, at any time, if your hands got more covering and it's warmer than your penis, mm. something is wrong. Because mm-hmm. that means. Cause at least you got gloves on, right? So that means whatever you had between your legs was thinner than the gloves you had on your hands. He should have put some of them, um, not hot pockets, but you know those little things, the hand warmers. He should have put some of them in his drawers. Then he'd have burned his dick off instead. Well, you don't put it yeah, right hot pockets like the lava penis. when they come out the microwave. <laughs> not lava. <laughs> but you just you put some athletic tape and put it on the thigh because, like you know, if you know, your uh, twig and berries. Well, if your berries is warm, then, you know, your twig should be warm, but... Why are we using euphemisms for dick and balls? Like, everybody here ain't grown. Like, I'm, twig well, and berries, weenie, co- like, what is happening? They might kick us off the internet it's if like we say penis. testicles too many times. They are not gonna kick us off the internet for saying testicles. <laughs> also, what we don't have to worry about is frostbite for the next Olympics. That's gonna be 2024 in Paris. Um, they will have breakdancing there. Really? Also, they said the opening ceremony will be on boats in the, is it the same the, the river? Sin. The same. The that they're going to, all the nations going to come what? through with that. Now, hey, wait, rivers. all the nations going to be on a boat. On a boat. On the I river wanna, sin. That's going to be amazing. That's going to be amazing. So I just don't mm, want anybody don't to get drunk. I don't know about that and, now. I, I don't want nobody to get yeah. drunk and fall in is the water. It? Also, the brother from American Samoa that be uh, uh, oiled up like a wrestler. I wonder how he's going to do on that boat. But uh, we'll see. He'll uh, be fine. I don't want to trip and fall on that baby oil. Ain't no telling what's in that water. Might you be the damn what? Loch Ness Monster. That is definitely not okay. Mm-hmm. Let's move on, people. All right. <laughs> uh, T. Petty, uh, Michigan coach Jerron Howard slapped the shit out of somebody. He got suspended five games. Also, mm-hmm. I've been watching NBA games. They've been talking about something called the shot of the game brought to you by Moderna. I was like, what in the hell? Okay. No, they didn't do Why that. Why do we have the to? Shot of the game. Do we have to? Do we have to got to sell everything? Like sell and brand everything? I hate that shit. Yeah, they just that's annoying. That's, yeah. Okay, let's talk about Jawan Howard. So I was watching that game because y'all know me. And what everybody is talking about is Jawan open hand slapping that dude in the face, which I don't want to laugh, but a grown man getting slapped in the face is kind of funny. I do not condone violence. However, I I did laugh at that. I'm admitting it. So anyway, everybody's talking about Jawan slapping that man in the face. 
But nobody's talking about how Greg Gard put his hands on Jawan Howard first. Don't touch him. The man, okay. So for those who don't watch basketball, I, whatever, I'm not going to even get into it. But for those who do, and you saw what happened, Jawan was pissed off about him calling that timeout when they were so they were up by so much with so little time left. He didn't even get in the in the handshake line at first, right? Then he finally got in the line. He was going to be petty and walk by Greg Gard, and Greg Gard put his hands on him first. That's when they started pointing in each other's face. And then I still don't know why Jawan uh, pimp slapped that boy like that. I honestly don't know. Some people said that he put his hands on a different Michigan player. I didn't see that. And I've watched that a few times. I thought maybe he said something to him crazy. Now, the only thing I could think of that would make him mm. lose his composure mm. and slap that man in the face like that was that if he called him a nigger but that just didn't make sense to me Mm-mm. so i don't know what happened he got suspended as soon as i saw him slap him i was like well he's definitely going to be suspended mm-hmm. i thought his suspension was going to be longer i thought it would be through the big 10 tournament it was only until the end of the regular season he had to pay a forty thousand dollar fine Greg Gard was fined $10,000, no suspension. But his actions kicked off the whole thing. Mm. Don't put your hands on somebody that does not want to be bothered with you. Now, I still don't know how he got his man slapped up, though. Like, I, (laughs) I don't know how that happened. But Greg Gard is the one that kicked off that whole thing. Drees. Looks like Michigan is greater than Wisconsin, at least when it comes to that slap up in the uh, handshake line. <laughs> you know, the thing, the thing that stands out to me is like, it cost him $40,000 for that slap. I, I want to do over. I would want to do over. I, <laughs> I was like, know. I'm going to bring the heat, heat for $40,000. I mean, he slapped That's a white what? man in the face on national TV and he still kept his job. I felt yeah, like that was a, actually a, pretty good. Then that was yeah, a bright spot good. for Black History Month. Yeah, and I, I'll be I'll be honest with you, T. Patty. You know how like sometimes you just like, you know, I just got one waiting, and I just gotta <laughs> unload it on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been waiting to unload this one <laughs> for a minute, and the day is the day. So it could have been one of them. It's like mm-hmm. I I've been I've been waiting to unload this, and I'm and you just gonna catch you about to catch these hands. Mm, mm, mm. So yeah, y'all be on the lookout for that during uh, March Madness and also the NBA playoffs. The shot of the game brought to you by Moderna. It's like, what the hell? The slap of the game. <laughs> slap, <laughs> slap of the game brought to you by, by, by Isotona. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Some funny stuff. Um, Drees, let me give you this. Uh, let me give you this and uh, get your reaction on this. Okay. One, we stopped importing avocados from Mexico. Um, they said that these guacamole prices is no, about to be sky don't say high. That. Yeah. Two with this. Wait, year, wait, 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 what? Sandra? We stopped importing avocados from Mexico. As Why? a result, uh, there's some kind of embargo or something that's happening with the Mexican avocados. They right in our back door, you know, they can just come right over the border cheapest. And for some reason, hmm. we stopped importing uh, avocados. So they said this guacamole is about to be high as hell uh, at your burrito place. Um, you might not even be able to get the damn guacamole. So that's one. Two, 
Um, they say because of this Ukraine-Russia uh, conflict that wheat prices is about to go up, right? Because um, Russia grows wheat and supplies the Middle East. Middle East uh, doesn't have the climate conditions uh, conducive to grow wheat. So, you know, if they're not going to be exporting no oil, they're going to hold on to the wheat and drive up the prices to get to any money they can. Also, I'm going to combine avocado and wheat and ask y'all is avocado toast all that Dries. one they, they're gonna have an issue it's not the guacamole it's like you said the avocado toast when those start disappearing that's when you're gonna have a real issue because everybody like avocado toast first it tastes delicious so it is really good and in the second people can businesses can upcharge for avocado toast you know how much avocado toast costs it ain't number two in, in, ingredients like bread and avocado. And they charge like 10 times the amount of what it costs. So everybody love it. So um, yeah, this this about to be an issue and avocados are delicious. Okay, so I have no idea. I've never had avocado toast. I probably never will. I'll tell y'all a story about avocados in a minute. But T. Petty, avocados about to go through the roof because we got to go to South America and other places to get them. The wheat price is about to go up, and is avocado toast all that? Um, I'll start with the last question first. No, it's not. I only like avocado and my guacamole. That's pretty much it. Uh, don't really enjoy the texture. Not really eating that on avocado toast. Um, I mean, prices are up on every damn thing. So going up even more for avocados, no great loss for me. Cause I don't really fuck around with avocados like that. Um, but when I get my, I have found a place with the most amazing, amazing queso. <laughs> and it has <laughs> guacamole in it. Oh, wow. So if the price of that uh, goes up, I'll be slightly disappointed, but I mean, I'm going to still buy it. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so I do not like avocado. I'll tell y'all two quick stories. One, you know, your boy's trying to get better. We got like that magic bullet and taking all the fruits and stuff and the ginger and all the little herbs and spices. Is it called a magic there. bullet? Uh, that's oh, one of the what? brands. I, I'm uh, thinking I think, about I think that's something else. <laughs> right. Sorry. I think it is the, too. Uh, <laughs> Oh, the uh, cylindrical uh, health shake maker. How about that? So, um, you know, Mrs. Nook put some things in. I remember this one time she's like, try this. And I said, what's in it? She's like, just try it. Da, 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 da. So um, I drank it and then I immediately uh, went to vomit. And I was like, what's in this shake? And she said it was avocado. I'm not an avocado person. Avocado makes me vomit. So that's one. Oh, yeah. well, I don't know if I minute. like it in a shake. I don't know if I like it yeah. in a shake either. But you yeah. don't like guacamole? It's, 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 no, I don't. I do not like guacamole, so I don't really? order it when I go to the burrito house. Here's the other thing, oh, right? You're a terrorist. You don't when you, when like you go guacamole. to these, when you go to these upscale, um, you know, Mexican restaurants, and then mm. they come out. I mean, you almost expecting strippers and sparklers to come out when the man comes with the cart with the avocado. He slices it and he deep hits it, and then they make it and put all the spices in there, and then they give you the chips, and then you find and that out little that they're brown down, bowl. Yeah, with the look like he's grinding up like some kind of like pharmacy, uh, you know, some type of uh, uh, emollient or, you know, some type of salve or cream or something. And then it's like, you know, you $35 for hand. That's artisan right there.
right there. When you got to use your hands to make that damn guacamole, I'm just like, what is the big deal about guacamole? But people love that shit. Love that shit. I don't tell you, it's love like I, the reason why I love avocado. It is, it is this. It's it's basically like it mimics like it's a good fat. It's just what it is. It's just like that's one that they say like what is like salt, fat, and something else. And it's just like a good, delicious, creamy fat that you can spread on stuff, but it's green and healthy. So okay. you can't be mad at it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, what else? Um, I'm going to give you all a couple of items and y'all tell me whether you want to play or pass. You can pass it, play it if you want to respond to it. And then uh, we'll try and get through these uh, pretty quickly. So let's uh, see how we do on this. Um, Drees, Burger King, play or pass? I'm a play. Play? I'm a okay. play. Yep. Uh, Burger King, they cutting back. They said that uh, these chicken prices is too high. Uh, the dollar forty nine nuggets used to get ten nuggets. Now it's eight nuggets. Also, they took. <laughs> I swear to God, they put out a press release saying that. Also, they taken the whopper off of the two foot uh, six. They said they just can't. Uh, the beef prices is too high. Okay, I'm, I, I I I can get with that one. They still winning with the nuggets because most people give you five for a dollar. And the fact they was doing 10, mm -hmm. y'all dropping to eight. That's about that's right. That's a fact. That's so, a fact. So that's that's good. And then the Whopper, the Whopper has always moved on and off the dollar menu or the special, you know, two two for whatever. They used to do the two two whoppers for whatever price. And so they move that back and forth all the time as a promotion. So I'm I'm not worried about that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um T Petty, uh Papa John, pass or play? Pass, fuck Papa John. Okay. Uh, Drees, Chingy. Oh my God. I'm going to pass. I'm going to send this to T-Petty. T-Petty, <laughs> Chingy uh, was mentioned in a meme. And was it the fella from Estee Lauder that got fired because of said meme? Got fired from a $10 million a year job for using the word nigga in a meme. Mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. a dumbass. His wife should divorce him. My and just say he 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 know what it meant. He like he, he didn't look at. I it. thought he said he didn't read it. So yeah, yeah. You say he didn't read it. a year and you can't read. These white people need to just quit fucking lying. Just say it with your whole chest. Like, yeah, I meant to post that. That's what I said. And let me ride off in the sunset with this money I've been stacking, making ten million dollars a year selling lipstick and mascara. Ridiculous. One, there's an opening at Estee Lauder if anybody would like to apply. <laughs> Two, my nigga Snuffy got COVID and, uh, you know, it'd be up in your nose. So if it's in your trunk, that's uh, probably uh, hellified for Snuffy. So I hope uh, he gets uh, better soon. <laughs> hope he gets better soon. T. Petty, leap year, play or pass? I'll play. 2022 is not a leap year. I think the next one will be 2024. If your birthday is on February 29th, do you celebrate it on the 28th of February or the 1st of March? I would celebrate it on the 28th if it was me. Okay. okay. I have a friend who actually is in that situation. He always celebrates his on the 28th. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Drees, what do you say? Uh, February 28th or March 1st? Oh, if you black, you gotta go with February twenty eighth to celebrate your birthday. Okay. Now, if if now if you're a women, woman, you can go to March first because that's like women's women's history month. So ah. you might go go that way. So depending on who you are. Okay. Okay. 
Um, Drees, Michael Jordan, play or pass? This is like Michael Jordan or Michael B. Jordan? Or no, like... no, no. Michael Jordan, number 23, the GOAT. Okay, I'm going to play. Uh, it was in October 1984. A man bought a ticket. He had an extra ticket to uh, Michael Jordan's debut with the Chicago Bulls. He put it to auction. The unused ticket was sold for $470,000. React to that. Wait, okay, wait. So this was a ticket that he didn't even go to the game, but right. it was just a ticket that hit Jordan's first time appearing with the Bulls. So, so, no, make no so nobody bought it. Right, no, he, he just held on to it. Right, he bought it, held on to it. It wasn't like ripped in half but, or anything but like this that. But this don't, this don't make no sense to me right here, though. <laughs> I, I, I mean, the, the, the ticket never made it to the to the thing. I, it might be even worth more to me if he had took it and it was half torn off and you had the stub from it. At least it's got a story by it. But this is just like it's a printed piece of paper. I I, I don't get this one. I don't get I'm, this one. Unused memorabilia, $470,000. T. Petty, what do you think about that? I wouldn't have sold that. Mm. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, if you are a basketball fan, and obviously he is, because he was buying a ticket for the Bulls in 1984 when they wasn't shit. Mm -hmm. And he's held on to it all this time why would you sell it now unless you were absolutely destitute and needed the money i i would never have sold that i would have kept that mm. so i don't i don't get why he would sell it that's a lot of bread a lot of bread uh well i would have so i would have sold it i just don't get why it sold for that much i wouldn't have <laughs> sold it like if i like bat, if i love basketball i would have held on to that like when are we ever going to see another player like michael jordan again yeah yeah, absolutely. Uh, T. Petty, password, play or pass? Uh, play. Okay. They have said people need to change their password. They listed the 20 uh, most used passwords uh, in the world. Can I give them to you really quickly? Uh, I know one of them is password. Pat, don't, don't, be, don't be giving out my passwords now. <laughs> okay, from the bottom, 20 to 1, 666666. Oh, I, I love you I with a capital I. Uh, okay. QWERTY with a capital Q. 123321654321. ABC123 with a capital A. <laughs> Zero, the number. Default, all caps. 12345678900. Um, one Q two W three E all lowercase QWERTY one two three with a capital Q. Wow. Uh, top ten one two three one two three one two three four five six seven one 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 two three four five six seven eight one two three four five. Password is number four. And QWERTY is number top three. three. Uh, let's number see. Number two. Uh, one two three four five six seven eight nine. And, and number one, password. One is password, all caps. <laughs> so if any of those are on, like if you have a password like that, you deserve to be hacked because that's just fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. Listen, people, they have password generators now that are free. 
Go get one. And they store it for you, so you ain't got to remember. They store from you, ain't got to remember them. They remember them across all your devices. So all you have to remember is your master password. Make it something not on that list. Don't have it include your birthday, your kid's name. Like, don't do none of that dumb shit. Um, and just lock down your information because you don't want to be out here getting swindled. You don't want the Russian hackers. You don't want the shit on the dark web. Like, come on, y'all, do better. Exactly. Drees, was any of your passwords on that list? <laughs> no, not that one, but I, I ain't gonna lie. I was kind of tempted to use some. <laughs> but I, I guess I won't now since they made the list. But now, I, I, my, my passwords ain't that simple. Like, I, I do something I've done in the past that I'm getting away from is like you're not supposed to repeat passwords for different sites. That's right. And so that's something that's bad. Even if you have a good password, mm, you yeah. should not repeat it for, for multiple sites. Because if one site get broken into, then you know it's it's out there. So that's something I'm getting better at using the the, the password generator. Okay. Okay. Drees, player pass. The subject is Wordle. Oh, I, I'll play this one, even though I've never played it, but I've okay. heard about it. Why is Wordle such a big fucking deal? I don't understand. All right, people people are saying it's a big deal because it's so simple. People are saying like um, you get bombarded with so many things, and every game now that's created, and every social media platform is designed to keep you addicted to it and hooked on it, and to play for hours and hours on end. And the great thing about Wordle is they send you something one thing a day, you do it. And that's it. And ain't no bells. It ain't no whistles. It's like, here's a word. I think you unscramble it. And once you get it, that's it. They ain't seen you nothing else. It ain't nothing else to do with it. You can't play with it for like hours at a time. That's just it. So it's like, it's something to do. You can do it and it's done. And I think it was word of mouth that it spread. And it's just one of those things. Okay. T. Petty, Wordle, is it a big deal? So it is a big deal. I, I've never played it. Um, I just recently found out like how to play it. Okay. A, I've been busy, but the story behind it and how it was created is cool. Um, so I love that. But I discovered an alternative to it called Nerdle. Oh, the same exact concept, but it's math problems. Okay. I am literally obsessed. <laughs> so, wait, what kind of math problems? Tell me, you have you done them yet, or is just like you want to do it? No, I've done them. So like, okay, give me a give me a math problem like you did. It's like one hundred minus fifty equals fifty. Oh, and it's so like it, that. It's that it's simple. Just, it can be that simple. I said, so, it ain't no word problems though, is it? I no, it's all math. Yeah. It's all okay. it's all just numbers zero through nine, and then the uh, operators, um, addition, subtraction, division, multiplication, and the equal sign. So you have to have it in It's not hard. It's amazing. But y'all know, Dries will tell you math is my thing. Like I can still remember how to help tutor people in like calculus. And I haven't taken a calculus class for like 25 years. But math is just my thing. So um, Nerdle. Nerdle, I never didn't hear that. I just heard about it last week, and then I found a way I can go back and play all of the games because it just came out at like the end of January. Oh, nice! 
that's my thing. So I get it. I get why people do it. And I play like a logic game every day too. keep your brain fresh. That's what's up. out here ready to battle these fools. Okay. Well, I shun crossword puzzles. Uh, I hated that damn Sudoku because I couldn't figure that out. That is awesome. I never did Sudoku. I did. I loved it. I never done Sudoku. I'm noticing a pattern here. (laughs) I'm on the English English side of the brain, not the math side of the brain. So I'm surprised that you don't play Wordle because this should appeal to you. Yes. I don't know. I played it once and my shit was all wrong. So I know like uh, the bonus round on Wheel of Fortune, that's about it. So Um, now that's what we need to talk about. Mm. <laughs> that will of fortune episode. <laughs> okay, you you let you let's see if we can do this quickly. The puzzle was a feather in my. It was a my cap. A I think feather in a, your cap. Yeah. I think it was my, a cap. feather in my cap or your okay. cap. Yeah. I mean, we okay. all know the same. Right. Well, so, everybody yeah. but them. Uh. So how you how um, you messed it up though? It's a, a feather a feather in my cap, right? Becky. Yeah. Yeah. What did she say? A feather in my in, in my, my hat. Mat. She said in my, my hat. In my hat, my map, and my lap. I'm like, ma'am. Oh, like you, you dummy. And you know, like when people don't know that is true, like, and they think they have a feather in my map. And no, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Surprise! People didn't throw their damn TVs out the damn uh, window with that. that oh, I just, know. You know how bad she must feel. My deal is, how do you get to get to be like past the, you know, they, you go, you have Man, like that, uh, that, sometimes audition. that person get to you too. That person okay, but you, you can't think. it like, came oh, back to this. her three times. She, she missed it three times. Yeah. He just the, told wait, you. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. The other two people she were double bankrupt. That mean the other people was the other dumb people also, like one of the dudes, he also didn't get it. The other one went bankrupt. It was double it, lose a turn. Yep. And wow. somebody guessed another wrong letter. And She's she, like, the guy's like, I don't have a G. And, no, I'm sorry. There's no G. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like this? feather, feather in my, like all the letters were there except for the yeah. first and the last you know, letter in like, cap. Yeah, I was, I was trying to even defend them. I was going to say, like, well, cap is like we don't use that word no more, but that's not true. We do use that cap, like a baseball yeah. cap or whatever. No cap. The kids say no cap when they mean that they're yeah. not lying. Yeah, they use cap. Bullshitting ass. Well, they, she she don't well, use cap because her dumb ass got it wrong three times. I know she feel like an idiot. T Patty, we got two more. Uh, go pay or, or play or pass. Now, you know, I'm going to pass on that. Okay, Drees, goat. What's the goat of ice cream? What's the, what's your favorite flavor? Okay, uh, all right. Now my favorite flavor, but I think the greatest of all time is two different. Okay, all right. So my favorite flavor is butter pecan or butter pecan. I'm that's an old that. ass person's that's a, ice that's cream. A, oh, I know it is. It is. <laughs> but but one of the ones I think is the greatest of all time is like chunky monkey. That is banana ice cream <laughs> with fudge in it, with like walnuts in it. Now I think that's the greatest mix of all time is okay. Chunky Monkey. Okay. Okay. Now I'm not passing no more. I got something to say about this. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> no, this is a good serious thing. Oh. Okay. So I have a new favorite ice cream. 
It is by a black owned and woman owned company. Okay. One of the only black owned ice cream manufacturers in the world. Huh. And it's somebody that you know, Dries. What? Um, Damn. So do you know, do you remember uh, my girl that had the restaurant on the banks in Cincinnati a long oh, time ago? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. The, so the black has, restaurant. Yes. Let me, wait, wait. Let me, let me tell you how cold this sister is. Oh, no. All right. So we went down to the restaurant and I looked on the menu and it says a shot of pot liquor. That's like a yes. shot of pot liquor. <laughs> I said, what is this? Let me get a shot. No, it was literally a shot of pop liquor from some collard greens in a shot glass. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. She's a genius. That's what's up. So she has an ice cream company now that is super popular. So I'm going to just tell y'all these flavors. You tell me which ones you would try. So the name of the company is called Creamalicious, which is a very black name. Mm-hmm. So y'all ready for these names? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Caramel pound cake. Delicious. Ooh, Banana delicious. pudding. Mm. Very black. Red velvet cheesecake. Also very Ooh. black. Pecan pie. Uh-huh. That's the one I would get. Peach cobbler. Mm. And brown sugar bourbon cake. But Man, all the names have like they have like family names in front of them, like Aunt Poonie's Caramel Pound Cake, Slap Your Mama Banana Pudding, Rider's Rain, Red Velvet and Cheesecake. It, 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 like, T-Pat, t- this just sounds too good to be true. Like, all these flavors can't exist in one company. They do. <laughs> it so, it sounds delicious, but I was like, oh my God. You so like, that's, that's had, walking diabetes. So, I have had the brown sugar, Uncle Charles Brown Sugar Bourbon Cake, that's Grandma Gigi. Hell. Sweet potato pie and the Porsche light peach cobbler. Mm. And they were all fucking amazing. Everybody loves the slap your mama banana pudding. I haven't had a chance to try that one yet. And the uh, Aunt Poonie's caramel pound cake. So I've been on the lookout for them here in the DMV. I haven't seen them yet, but I, they are sold like nationwide. So Okay. All right, we, we got to get some shit. Yeah, we got to ship something to me. Yeah, like, you can't order it right from the website. So uh, I'm going to go there. We need that link. Get us a sample I'm a, pack. I'm going <laughs> to give y'all the link. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's I up. I did not know that we were going to be talking about ice cream. So I had a chance to shout out my girl. Hey, girl. Love you, Liz. That's what's up. All right, we're going to be ordering something. I need to do a taste test. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, Dries, we got one last um, subject. You can't pass on this. You are in the market for a car. Uh, You ready for this? There was a ship that was carrying $400 million worth of vehicles, high-priced vehicles, Porsches, Lamborghinis, VWs. It caught fire and it sank with the $400 million worth of cars. Wow. Wow. Further uh, creating a problem for the supply chain. Can you imagine if your car, you expect it to come on a ship and they say it's coming across the sea and then the ship sank with two-fifths of a billion dollars of automobiles. React to this, sir. Man, okay, so first of all, I'm like, you got got to prove this to me. (laughs) Because I'm thinking you just lying. You, it's like, you mean the ship caught on fire and then it sank and all the cars at the bottom of the ocean. 
I was yes. like, I don't believe that. I think you just lying. And you just like, you know, so that's the first thing. You got to prove it to me. The second thing is, all right, I take it. I'm going to get a, a, a new car, another car. But like, how long is going to take me to get that? And then technically, is that other car that sank at the bottom of the ocean my car? Because those cars, they they in them little containers, right? Them little um square containers. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it could survive if one of them containers mm-hmm. went down under the ocean. Like, could you pull it back up and no water have gotten into it? No. You don't think so? They ain't, they ain't watertight. Uh-uh. No, no, sir. A flood oh, title. Okay. That's All what right. they call that. Because <laughs> right. I'll say, like, some company would do just a salvage. Like, you could do a salvage, you know, where you just like, okay, I got I got this, these new cars that's down there. I pull back up from the bottom. So, yeah, mm. that's, that's, I would be mad, though, because you spend a lot of money and you got to wait a long time to get it and then an extra long time now to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Logistically speaking, if they can get the parts, they'd be lucky if they'd be able to get a car 2024-2025. They might have to uh just get their deposits and go on the CarMax and see what they got over there. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna be getting no cars. T Petty, four hundred million dollars worth of cars sank to the bottom of the ocean. I mean, they got insurance, it's fine. It's it's fine. So I'm sure they have been waiting a long time. Like we all know about the supply chain and the the chips that have been needed to go into cars and the shortages that have been everywhere. Yeah. So they're just gonna have to wait, like you said, a long ass time for their. I, t- uh, I tell you what, like we we, was, we we went looking for a new couch. We just wanted a couch. Oh. And that was like a couch. That's five months. That's like yeah. five months for a couch. You could build a damn couch in three know, months, two months. weekends. Uh, I waited. I ordered a couch last February. I didn't get it until September. Damn. What? Mm-hmm. Dang. I'm not ordering shit. Like, I'm not, I don't want <laughs> shit. I'm not spending money on shit. Like, either you got it. I shop like a dude. Oh, you got this? Like, the one that's in the little Target ad? The one that's in the Sunday paper? Oh, you ain't got this? Okay, uh, sir, uh, these ads are printed six months ahead of time. Like, well, y'all should have matched up y'all inventory with the ads and pulled them wow. if you don't have it. And then, boom, <laughs> we ain't got that. But like, well, y'all yeah, ain't got my that's money. That's illegal. That's illegal to advertise stuff like that. You ain't got it. Well, they they probably ain't going to be putting out no ads anytime soon. But y'all shop like a dude. I'm like, do you have this right here, this one at this price? Ain't going to be no bait and switch with Nook Bishop. They're like, Mm-mm, no, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. not. bait and switch. Exactly. <laughs> T. Petty, uh, let's wrap this up. Give me uh, a one of the final four. Shout out, flowers, final thought or a prediction? Final thought on that fuck-ass state of Texas. Mm. So y'all saw what they were up to? So oh, they what passed. What Texas doing now? They passed oh, a law. Oh, yeah. About the, oh, yeah, I heard this. About uh, trans kids. And basically, if parents are supporting their trans children and getting them, like, gender-affirming therapy, allowing them to um, go hor- undergo hormone treatments or considering surgical options, they are saying that is child abuse. And they are... Uh, threatening to take away these people's kids and put them in like foster care. So 
the very first person that they and have they started uh, investigating too. Say so you yeah. go ahead and start investigating them. So one of the people, the first person that they are investigating is someone who works for the agency that does the investigations into um, allegations of child abuse. So one of her neighbors, I believe, called on her. Um, and they are demanding like their medical records and all this kind of stuff. The parents are, of course, refusing to turn them over as they should. And some lawsuit has now been filed and is advancing through the courts. But this bullshit is not just Texas. It's not just Florida. Like these bills are popping up everywhere. So y'all protect your kids. If you can stay out of these fuck ass states um, and don't wait when you see issues of inequality and discrimination affecting people that are not you, you wait long enough and it will be you. So when black people are out here on the front lines talking about discrimination, y'all asses need to be out here with us because when they get done with us, y'all asses next. I know that's right. Yeah, they need to keep their uh, hands off these kids. And the other thing you got to look out is uh, when they try and get these kids into the system, foster care and otherwise, you got to watch uh, the actions and motives uh, of these people that's um, trying to, you know, um, illegally procure these children. And, um, you know, there's cases of sexual abuse, uh, misuse, mm -hmm. uh, physical abuse as well. So you you definitely spot on with that one, sis. That's a, that's a good uh, final thought. Sir. Final thought, flowers, shout out, or prediction. All right, I got a final thought. You got to excuse me, I was eating some peanut brittle. All right. you know, anyway. I was, I was wondering, I was like, why does that sound like somebody's in the back of the movies with illegal snacks and shit? <laughs> it was you. Shit. That was me, my bad. My bad. But, okay, so I think I shared this week with um, you, Nook, and T-Patty that the number of overdose deaths for black people have have has grown and outpaced the deaths of like white folks. Like before white folks was leading it in like overdose deaths. But black folks have kind of caught up and surpassed them now. And it was just like really sad. And it's all with the opioid epidemic epidemic, but also connected to fentanyl on the street. And it's just a sad kind of marker. But also, I wonder what will be the policy now towards addiction and overdosing. Like before it was like public health and treatment for it and like, let's help people. Now there's more black folks dying from it. I wonder if that stance would change and we get more law enforcement. So I'm just keeping an eye on that. So that's the thing I wanted to just put on our radar just to keep Keep an eye out for it. Definitely, definitely, though. That makes uh, mm. a lot of sense, man. We talked about uh, this during the beginning of the pandemic, man, in terms of uh, people, you know, not having anywhere to go or anyone to turn to. Um, and that, um, you know, the demons of addiction can be very, very serious. And uh, those new facts and figures that you brought to light are um, very, very sad. So you check on your people. That's the, the one thing. But um, again, um, you know, uh, try and, uh, you know, check on your people and, you know, encourage them to, to get help. It's, it's mental health to also, uh, just not the physical health and um, the sort of criminalization of uh, drug use, as opposed to what it ultimately turns out to be is a health issue. 
uh, the way, mm-hmm. way that it needs to be treated as such. It's treated like that all the way around the world. But since uh, the days when people were smoking joints and whatnot, just uh, the criminalization of uh, marijuana, and then we, you know, people graduate up to other drugs. Uh, the war on drugs has failed. Period. And uh, those overdose numbers are indicative of that. Um. I've said so much shit on this podcast. I don't have anything. I, I don't think I can process <laughs> a final thought, flowers, shout out, or uh, anything like that. So I think we're going to end it here. Folks know where they can find us on social media. Um, we are retooling the Nookie Bishop Jr. show and the Idris Elbow show. We just might uh, just tape it and then just put it on the internet and we'll figure it out. But um We'll get back to some of a semi-semblance of uh, those shows on the Twitter spaces soon. I'm all talked out. I'm done. I'm <laughs> like, damn, that's, that's all I got. I got. I, I gave everything I had. <laughs> um, we will try and be funnier next time. Um, you know, sorry that we had to talk about war, but, um, you know, it's important that we uh, got that out and, and talked about that. And, um, you know, we just pray enough for Ukraine and we'll put uh, some notes um, if you care to uh, vet uh, some ways that you can help uh, Ukrainians, um, you know, over there in their fight, uh, some ways that you can uh, do that uh, safely uh, if you so choose to do that. Uh, Y'all got anything else? I do. And then we're done for real. Okay. As we're talking about Ukraine, um, if you work with somebody who is of Ukrainian descent, don't be an asshole. Like, say something to them, because y'all know how we refi- We know how we feel constantly when shit is happening in our community and people act like that shit is not happening and just want to ask you how your weekend was. Like, don't ask me that shit. Like, they are going without sleep, wondering where their relatives are, how they're doing, their people are like joining the army and joining um, into this fight. And so people who are here, or if you work with um, international teams, just be mindful of who you work with and drop them a note, let them know you're thinking about them, something, but don't just act like this is not happening for them. Cause I hate when that shit happens to us and I'm always going off about it. So I would be a hypocrite if I didn't say the same thing for what's happening um, with the Ukrainians right now. Absolutely, absolutely. No, I, I respect that. I mean, yeah, I totally respect that. So you just ask, check in on people, you know, be, uh, have general kindness and niceness about it and uh, see what's going on and just listen, don't talk. Just look up. People are like, ah. You notice that people in your office are like, ah, ah, ah. Will you please be quiet and let others speak? You not from Ukraine. I went to the Ukrainian hall one time for a party. Ma'am, ma'am, sir. Not the Ukrainian hall. It has nothing to do with what is currently going on. Can you let this person express that? I went to a soul food restaurant once and I can fry you. No, you can't. No, no, stop, stop. So yeah, so slap that person up and talk to uh, your teams and uh, especially uh, folks from Ukraine. That's a good, uh, that's a good uh, one. See, I wish I would have thought of that. That was good. I mean, you you all out. You talked out. Now I'm all crying. Oh wow! Okay, it's time. I knew he was gonna do that. Bye, all y'all. over Bye. you. <laughs> was that Lisa? Lisa? 
That was Lisa Lisa and Carl yep. Zimmer. Somebody oh, remade damn. it and they shouldn't have. Oh, they keep remaking these songs. Goodness gracious. Oh, enough. All okay, right. y'all. Bye. This is episode <laughs> 78 of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Uh, we will catch y'all next time. Stay warm if you're cold. Stay cool if you're hot. And uh, stay alive because uh, 2022 is crazy. We out, y'all. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Catch y'all later.